0: Hi, welcome to Supervision with a Vision. Today, Heather and I are talking about how to take care of ourselves. This week, we read wellness, getting beyond the buzzword, counseling today, 2020. Heather, how do you define wellness? I
1: look at wellness more on a whole perspective. Like mm-hmm. I might be doing well physically, but not well mentally. And so I think it's taking into an account, like all the pieces of you.
0: Mm-hmm. I think you and I talked through the idea that wellness comes in varying degrees. Right. Can and, ebb and flow. That's what I was going to say, that from time to time, it's you maybe have a better sense of wellness and other times it decreases. What are some ways that you think that happens to people where it kind of ebbs and flows like that?
1: I think you could go through something, maybe a health crisis, maybe you're physically sick and that can actually impact... How you feel about yourself, maybe mm-hmm. you start feeling more depressed because you're not getting the exercise you need.
0: I was teasing you and said that i had I was going through maybe a mid pandemic crisis. Yes, that I think I'm generally a pretty well rounded well you know take care of myself and think about my wellness, but this is hard and has been going on for a long time, so I can imagine that lots of people's sense of wellness has decreased over Length the last nine right. months right mm-hmm. so it comes it ebbs and flows. And people have a sense of wellness to varying degrees. And you said that this is a whole person right? thing. So it could be your physical wellness, your mental
1: wellness, Correct. emotional. Right. And maybe just even functionally. Like, how are mm-hmm. you doing day-to-day tasks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How well do you get through your day?
0: Maybe I kind of like that definition. I like that. How well yeah. you get through your day. And that this defining that and... I think you said, too, it's not necessarily something that you can quantify.
1: Right. There's not a numbers. I know often we use scaling for our clients. Like, Mm how is your depression on this level? It's not like that. What it really boils down to is what's the overall feel? Like, how are you doing in functionality combined with what are your internal thoughts? What's your internal dialogue? All of those things go into wellness.
0: Okay. I think that makes it hard to define hard to make a judgment on how well someone's doing. I think we also sometimes trick ourselves and other people, maybe, Mm -hmm. that if someone, let's say you were talking about quantifying wellness, what if someone is, they've run a marathon or they have a job and they make lots of
1: money, Right.
0: that those are ways that some people might quantify doing well, Mm -hmm. but that might not describe the whole person. Right. Mm
1: -hmm. I had a grad professor who used to start her classes. We had very small classes, but there was about six of us in one of our classes. And she used to say, are you well? As she Mm -hmm. would greet us on the Mm -hmm. way in the door. And of course, we're just, "Uh no, I would like you to answer that question. Are you well? And it it took us a while to get used to her demeanor doing it. Mm -hmm. But she really did want to know, like, we're in grad school. We're on this fast track program. How are you actually doing well, it's a hard, that's a tough question. That's
0: like when someone says to you at the grocery store, how are, you know, right. how's your how day going? You? <laughs> but, you know, someone checking me out always right. says, how's your day going? And I almost always say good. Right. When really that's just being polite. Right. Filling space. Not going to
1: burden you with what, mm-hmm. how, what really mm-hmm. is happening.
0: So maybe to qualify it for yourself also means slowing down and really thinking about it. Right. It's not the quick, short, easy answer. And made complicated by the fact that we do trick ourselves Mm -hmm. or convince ourselves and other people that we are well when maybe we're not doing that well. Okay. Heather, the next point in the article is the importance of leveraging your strengths. Mm -hmm. What do you think that means when we're talking about creating wellness in ourselves? What do you do when you're leveraging your strengths?
1: So I think part of it is knowing what you are already enjoying or what you're good at before you were in this place of not being well. Okay. So what did you already, Mm -hmm. what are things that you already did well? Did you already exercise every day? What are things you can incorporate back in? Mm -hmm. But I think it also looks at more, again, what were your support systems? What are things that are already in place that you don't have Uh to change?
0: Yeah. So you're thinking if things aren't going well, in what areas of my life might I try to increase or make more effective right. in helping me to find a sense of
1: wellness. Right. It is much easier for us to see when we're not, generally speaking. Oh. It's easier to know you're not doing well. There's usually mm. some outside indicators.
0: Yeah, I like that. I like the way you say that because I think counselors, people in helping professions have a hard time mm-hmm. taking care of themselves. right? And that makes it really relatable that if in general people who are helpers helping professions, if for the most part, we're reasonably well, that we might miss the subtleness of increasing our sense of wellness. I know we said we, it's hard to quantify, but if we're 80%, that's pretty good. Yeah. But maybe things are tough or we'd like to live a more fulfilling life. What would it take to get us from 80 to a little bit higher? And you're saying maybe it means if you really enjoy walking. Mm-hmm doing that more often. Right. Making
1: sure you prioritize those things that are good. Mm -hmm. I think it's also easy for us to see or to maybe downplay when we aren't doing well, because we work with clients that need support and need help. So, well, we're doing better than the six clients we just talked to. Mm -hmm.
0: So. Oh, that's true. So in perspective. Right. We feel like we're doing well and what we have to see in comparison, we look like we're doing pretty well, but that's still pretty relative right. and that we might want to improve our wellness for ourselves, Correct. not in relationship to how we
1: see other people right. or the outside or. world or mm-hmm. any piece mm-hmm. of that.
0: When I think of leveraging strengths, I'm thinking about playing to your strengths. And I think I'm thinking counselors do this because they come, become counselors they are have strong people skills they're good at interacting with people and so they're playing to their strengths how many people have you known i think a lot probably how <laughs> many counselors have you known that were really great counselors and because they were great counselors had the opportunity to move up in their organization and take on organizational tasks, right. leadership, administration, mm-hmm. and that did not play to their right. strengths. They
1: were like, uh, no, I didn't, never mind. Yeah. I was really happy being a counselor, mm-hmm. not so happy being in this other role.
0: So it's not a set of strengths that all counselors have. Mm-hmm. Or maybe in the past on the podcast, Heather, you and I have talked about that not all counselors would enjoy or are a good fit for private practice. Right. Because you do have to do some administrative Mm -hmm. bookkeeping stuff that if you don't like it or you don't enjoy it, then maybe there's an alternative. That's what I think of when I think of leveraging your strengths. Find the ways, find ways to live that play to your strengths and make you happy. Absolutely. Can you think of another example like that where maybe not just a counselor, but someone else might play to this is what fits me well. This is what I enjoy. This
1: is what I'm going to do more of. Mm -hmm. I know of somebody that was in the mental health field that really liked to combine like yoga, Pilates, some different skills. Mm -hmm. And she was really more into that. Even though she was a great counselor, she just decided to pursue that on her own. She Mm -hmm. does do some mindfulness meditations and things like that in her classes. But she pursued that because it's what fit her better. Yeah. Like she wanted, so she owns her own studio and she mm-hmm. has a different way of doing some of the standard yoga. And
0: Yeah, that makes me think of, I have a friend who is a financial planner and once it became an option that he could work from home, he instantly moved away from cities and, mm-hmm. and big cities and lives out in the middle of nowhere <laughs> Okay, to, because that's what makes him happy and mm-hmm. that's where he feels peaceful. And he can still do his job, which he enjoys too, but because the internet is possible way out in the middle of nowhere, he has a really good internet server and he could do it there. So that's helped him Mm -hmm. for sure, helped him in his wellness. Mm -hmm. Okay. Heather, you mentioned this already, but considering Mm -hmm. the whole person when thinking about wellness and let's say increasing or improving a person's wellness?
1: I think that if you only look at one aspect, usually when we have clients come in and they sit and talk to us, they usually have an idea of what they want to talk about. They come Mm -hmm. in with an idea like have these topics that I want to cover in counseling to make me better. But somewhere along the line in that journey, we figure out we could also increase some other things that would support that. Like Mm -hmm. maybe if you had a pattern where you called a friend every day on the way home from work, maybe you would feel more connected. You know, we find other things that fit into looking at little changes that happen globally that can Uh make their world better. Mm
0: -hmm. It makes me think about, and this is just true for all people, but it's highlighted, I think, when I work with eating disorder clients, that they might come in with a variety of different complaints. And how many of those complaints that seem unrelated might actually be improved or changed by eating a more balanced diet? Absolutely. That I can think a lot of times people complain of poor sleep. Mm -hmm. And they aren't making the connection between what they put in their body and their quality of sleep, that they're not sleeping well because they haven't had enough nutrition or water right. during their the day. their body's
1: off, mm-hmm. right.
0: I think too, yeah, that when you look at the whole person, it might, one, help you to identify where they need support mm-hmm. to increase their wellness. And that it also, its we're saying, helps them to identify resources that they've got or ways that they can help themselves. So they're looking at all the solutions and maybe possibly all the, the missteps that they've taken that might negatively affect their wellness. Right,
1: And sometimes they're simple, small things to change. They're not necessarily mm-hmm. big, huge undertakings. They're mm-hmm. like being yeah. mindful of things.
0: I think that relates to now. My, I'm teasing about the mid-pandemic mm-hmm. crisis. That we cannot change. Right. But if we're looking at the whole person, if I'm feeling like that this week, there are some things that I can do to benefit my wellness. It doesn't include getting rid of COVID. I don't have that within my control, but I might go outside more. I might remember to drink more water. I might Mm -hmm. remember to go to bed at a regular time, be around people that feel fulfilling or restoring to me. That could be part of the whole person picture. Absolutely. Absolutely. Heather, our final point, next steps, what do you do? What do you do next if you are the counselor working with a client that's working on wellness or what are the next steps for you? If you're thinking about your own wellness, what do you do now?
1: It can be something as simple as, I think intentionality is the key. Mm -hmm. Being intentional about what it is you need to change. So it's having that plan. You mentioned walking earlier. When the pandemic hit, I realized that I was with my people that I love all the time but I never had alone time and never in my life have I ever told <laughs> yeah. you that I want to be alone. I love being with my family all the mm-hmm. time, but I realized I, it is now almost a ritual. Like mom goes on her walk and sometimes no one else, not even a dog gets to go with her mm-hmm. because I need that space. Mm-hmm. I need, And that's an example, but it's purposeful about the next step is I didn't realize I had alone time that I was even aware of before, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but clearly it was important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you're saying
0: we've considered all these things. So the next step is to really evaluate by thinking about all of you, mm-hmm. all of the circumstances that you're in right now, all of the things that you're currently doing, all of the things that maybe you have in the past done more or less of and right. how that affects you. And then coming up with a oh, lot. Well, these are some things that I could do. These putting are some,
1: all those pieces that we just talked about into action.
0: Mm-hmm. I think even just Talking this through with you over the last couple of minutes and thinking about wellness before we started, I think I need to drink more water and I need to go to bed at a regular
1: time. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think I need to have more time in my day where I'm not looking at a screen. Yes. Even though some of that time is for fun. Right. I'm not always doing telehealth. I right. might be watching TV or some kind of input mm-hmm. on my part that I need to shut down sometimes. Right. Need
1: to Have an off space.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all of those things, I think generally are things I value and do. I need to do more of it. It's good. Probably if I thought about it, there may. So those are things that are already kind of in my repertoire. Maybe there are some things that I might consider adding Mm -hmm. or taking away like the technology. Mm -hmm. Well, Heather, do you think, is there something that you think you might do in this next week that will improve your wellness? I
1: absolutely need to get outside more. I hate the cold and the weather has changed here, Oh. but I love the outside, and it's very restoring to me, so I just need to bundle up, and I need to get outside. You keep going on your walks, <laughs> right. sometimes alone. Right, sometimes alone. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: thanks today for listening to Supervision with a Vision.